Hello everybody, Foggy Jack here, and you're listening to Foggy Jack's 13 or more Days of Christmas special. Happy holidays everyone, and I hope you enjoy all of these old time radio shows, always in the Christmas spirit. Johnson's Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. Makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's self-polishing glow coats present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick Legrand, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the Kingsman and Billy Mills Orchestra. ago, we first announced the big news. Johnson's Glow Coat is now positively water-repellent. At last, there's a self-polishing floor wax that does not streak nor leave ugly spots when you wipe up spill things. Does not wipe off nor lose its shine when you mop it. Since that first announcement, thousands have asked, can I get the new Glow Coat now at my dealers? Well, the answer is yes. Every dealer is now completely stocked with the new water-repellent Glow Coat. You'll find it in the same familiar yellow container with the bright red band. All you have to do is look for the name Glow Coat to be sure of getting the one self-polishing floor wax that is positively water-repellent. It looks just the same on the outside. Oh, but what a wonderful improvement inside. Don't wait to give your floors this new protection. Tomorrow, get Johnson's new water-repellent Glow Coat. It's at your dealers now in the regular Glow Coat package. an error made by a late-for-a-date stenographer in typing out the governor's annual proclamation, today is Thanksgiving in Wistful Vista. But the squire of number 79 is in no mood for it. He just got his tax bill, and he thinks this is a day for vultures, not turkeys. Listen to him as we meet Fibber McGee and Molly. Bill, will you? 124 bucks and 68 cents taxes on real estate and property we already own. Is that robbery or ain't it? It ain't. Huh? I, mean, I mean, it isn't. Well, that's better. <laughs> you know, that's four dollars less than we paid last year. My gosh, it ought to be less. It ought to be a lot less. Think of the depreciation. Think of the wear and tear. Think of the time I've... Think of my eardrums and stop shouting. Well, gee whiz, 124 dollars... Look, and... sweetheart. You're a fine broth of a boy, but you woke up this morning full of croutons. Hmm. <laughs> Calm down, relax. Baby, I woke up this morning full of gladness. I could hardly shave for laughing. <laughs> I sang in the shower. I loved humanity. I was happy old McGee, the smiling elk. <laughs> and then what happened? I get a tax bill for $124.68. For what? I ask you for what? McGee. Huh? You're awfully cute when your eyes flash fire like that. But I don't want you to scorch your eyelashes. <laughs> Will you listen to Mother a minute? Sure, but I warn you, I'm in a very unreasonable mood. Yes, I know, but after all, this is Thanksgiving. Ah, uh, Thanksgiving. Pada. <laughs> Thanksgiving was all very well for an ignorant pilgrim. 
What taxes did he have on a little old homemade log cabin and a rusty blunderbuss? Well, as long as you're so upset about expenses, you don't have to take me out for Thanksgiving dinner like you promised. I'll fix something at home. Gee, you will? Certainly. I'd love to do it. Huh? What do I care if I just got a new permanent and a facial and spent my month's allowance on a new hat? <laughs> And haven't got anything in the house to eat except some cabbage and a half a dozen weenies. How are we fix for mustard? Our last drop of mustard went to the dry cleaners yesterday on your blue necktie. Well, then we better eat out. I can't eat weenies without mustard. <laughs> well, all right, but remember now, I fought to stay home. I know, kiddo. The taxes are going to ruin us anyway, so we might as well go to the poorhouse in a cab. My gosh, you... Come in. Well, heavenly days. Happy Thanksgiving, Doctor. McGee, it's Dr. Gamble. Hello, my dear. And a happy Thanksgiving to you, too, turkey face. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, stuffing belt. <laughs> And don't blather about Thanksgiving to me. I ain't in any mood for it. Sonny, did I ever tell you about the time my aunt's cat fell into the vat of dill pickles? No, you didn't, Doctor. What that cat got to do with me? Oh, nothing. Nothing at all except that you are the sourest puss I've seen since... Upset over his tax bill, Doctor. A little upset. You know what my tax bill was, Fatso? $124.68. Mine was $210 for the same size house. Yeah, but you got a gravel driveway. <laughs> now look, Schnook. Yeah? Must you always be beefing about something? You're a chronic complainer. You have the warm, human, emotional soul of a slag heap. By the way, Molly, speaking of slag heaps, I'll have to eat my Thanksgiving dinner at the hospital. <laughs> May I drop in here afterward for a cup of your coffee? Why, Doctor, we'd love to have you do that, except that McGee's taking me out to dinner. Where are we going, McGee, anyway? Gus's. You can get a table to hold dinner there a la carte for two bucks a throw. <laughs> a table to hold dinner a la carte. Mm -hmm. What will they think of next? <laughs> I've never been there myself. Is it nice? Nice? Why, my gosh, they even got a sextet of five fiddle players on the balcony. <laughs> Playing the violin on cellos. Yes, and the music is free. Strauss is on the house. <laughs> Have fun, children. Fun with a tax bill hanging over me for $124. Now, please, McGee, please. One word of advice, Grouch Bag. Yeah, Snook. I am an expert, more or less, on contagious diseases. According to my researchers, one of the most infectious things in existence is a smile. It will hurt a little at first, but try one, son. Maybe you can start an epidemic. So long, Molly. Uh, good old Zach. Billy Mills to the orchestra, and bye-bye, baby.
$124.68 taxes on this house. Why, the dirty high binders? What do them bandits want? Blood? No, I think they want money, McGee. <laughs> the bill says Maybe they they're do. just confused down there at that city hall. Maybe they think I want to buy this house. Maybe they don't know I already bought it and paid for it with my own sweat and tears. Yes, sweat, tears, and a lucky raffle ticket. Don't forget. As a matter of fact, McGee, this house only cost us $2, you know. Oh, my gosh, that makes it even worse. $124.68 taxes on a $2 house. That's ridiculous. It's outrageous. It's unconstitutional. It's only from the Elks Club. Come in. Well, hello, McGee. Hello, Mrs. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, Ollie, and the same to you. What's happy about it? Look, I don't know what's eating you today, McGee, but I know today what Ollie's eating, turkey. I win a turkey last week in the raffle, a 30-pound turkey. My gosh, Ollie, a 30-pounder. That's what they say it weighs at the raffle. Hmm. And I believe it, too. The bones alone must have had 28 pounds. <laughs> My goodness, your wife must be planning quite a dinner, Ollie. Are you having some friends over? No, no friends, Mrs. Just relatives. My sister-in-law, Julia, <laughs> uh, she's spending her vacation at our house. Oh. Well, she's got a good job in the city. She's a governess. I wish she'd go home and do it. <laughs> governess? My gosh, married a governor, eh? Which governor did she latch on to? Oh. No, McGee, a governess is a lady who, uh, well, she stays with the family and takes care of the children. Oh, a sitter. <laughs> you said something there, McGee. Since she comes two weeks ago, she don't stop sitting all day. <laughs> In my easy chair. Uh, where does your sister-in-law work, Ollie? Oh, she works for an Irish family in the city, Mrs. You know, I had a big idea yesterday. If it works, she goes home. But it ain't come out good. Yeah? Uh, what'd you do, give her a hot foot? Why don't you try something subtle, like throwing her trunks out the window with her in them? That ought to get now, quiet, bit. McGee, and listen to Ollie. What I did, Mrs., I called her up on the phone from the Elks Club, and I changed my voice with Irish dialect. Oh? <laughs> Hello, I say. Julia, I say, this is your boss, Mr. Jan Ye O'Malley. <laughs> Sure. Julia, I say, Begora, we just can't get along without <laughs> So, will you please wash up your vacation in wistful whistle and come back on the yard? <laughs> but it ain't work. It don't work. Well, somebody must have tipped her off. Maybe one of the kids told her it was you. Say, how many kids you got at your house, Holy? Anyhow, I know two of them, but there are more, aren't there? Because. Oh, sure. Me and the missus, we got three kids now. We got another one on the way. Oh, that's wonderful. I didn't know that, Only Another youngster on the way. Yeah, my oldest boy, Lars. He's on the way from Chicago. <laughs> so I go meet his train now. So long, Mrs. So long, Ollie. <laughs> What was I doing when Ollie came in here? Seems to me I was sore about them. Oh, that dad ratted pocket picking purse snatching tax department. I'll say I'm sore. Oh, now, McGee, don't get all worked up. Boy, does this tax thing burn me up. Get your hat, kiddo. I'm going to get down to that city hall and... The city hall, sweetheart, is closed today. This is Thanksgiving, remember? Mm. A day of smiles and sweetness and light. 
a day of joy and gratitude for our blessings. Well, it shows what dirty cowards those guys are. Picking a legal holiday for me to open my tax bill that came yesterday on. They knew I'd have to have Hello, Molly. Hi, pal. Happy Thanksgiving, kids. And the same to you, Mr. Wilcox. Nice to see you. Happy Thanksgiving, he says. Sure, it's a happy Thanksgiving for him. Has he seen our tax bill? Ah, when I say happy Thanksgiving today, I'm not kidding, kids. I've got plenty to be thankful for. Well, we all have, Mr. Wilcox. Yeah, with them tax bandits loose, terrorizing innocent people with their big bills. Yes, indeed, because with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat, the new water-repellent glow coat, I can really talk turkey to housewives these days. Blah, cranberry sauce. Look, with conditions like they are... Because, you see, here at last, kids, is a self-polishing floor wax that is positively water-repellent. A wax that stays on and stays bright even after repeated damp moppings. Is it gravy-repellent, too, Mr. Wilcox? Because lots of people will spill gravy today. Absolutely, Molly, <laughs> absolutely. With Johnson's new water and gravy-repellent glow coat on your floor and linoleum... You can wipe spill things up with a damp cloth or mop them up if you like, but you don't wipe the wax off your floor. I'd like to wipe out that tax card because... By because, the... because glow coat stays on and stays bright longer. Not days longer, but weeks longer. So Johnson's new water repellent glow coat. Hey, hey, it's the hey, finest. Hey, it is. Look, it's the look. Less, the last word. Look. <laughs> Please, waxy. I'm sorry, pal, but I got to get going. You see... My aunt is having 18 relatives over to her house tonight for a duck dinner. And I'm trying to think of a way. A way to what? Duck dinner. Go on, kids. Oh, that's cute. How can that guy talk about food when the whole tax structure, the whole nation is tumbling down around his ears? The whole world in a turmoil and Wilcox goes right on making a living. Oh, <laughs> For goodness sakes, McGee, forget it till tomorrow, at least. This isn't going to wreck our whole world economy, well, dearie. it's the principle of the thing, Molly. $124.68 on a house that I only got an investment of two bucks in. It's outrageous. It's exuberant, that's what it is. <laughs> Exorbitant. I'm glad you agree with me. <laughs> Why, this thing amounts to government conjugation of property, you know that? This could grow into... Where are you going? Up to get dressed. It's nearly time to leave if we're going to Gus's for dinner. Oh. Now, you better get shaved, too, dearie. Okay, Tootsie. Have yeah. much time, you know. In a minute. Ah, oh, there goes a good kid. And steady as a rock. She knows the whole world is in a mess. Russia with the atom bomb. The pool table at the Elks with a two-foot hole torn in the cloth. <laughs> and me with a tax bill for 125 bucks. But is she worried? No, sir. When she gets hungry, she just... Come in. Hi, mister. <laughs> oh, oh, it's you, Teenie. Well, come in if you want. But I warn you, I'm in a rotten humor. Oh, that's okay, mister. Happy Thanksgiving, anyhow. Well, <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. I'm sore, sis, you understand? Oh? I'm steamed up like a clam dinner. If I was running this town, there'd be no taxes. I'm against taxes, anyhow. Gee, mister, our teacher was, too, yesterday, I bet you. She was, eh? She was, hmm? I said she was, eh? Who was? Your teacher. Uh, what's that? Against taxes. When? Yesterday. I know it. <laughs> Willie Toops put him in her chair. Huh? They were thumb taxes. <laughs> No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Skip.
campus. Okay. Hey, mister, we had a wonderful play at school yesterday, I betcha. You did? Pilgrims and Indians. I was a beautiful pilgrim maiden. Well, that's fine, sis. Now you're on long haul. Well, I got time, mister. I'm in no hurry. I'll act it out for you. <laughs> I'll act the whole play with all the parts. No, 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 no. Absolutely no. Okay. Just the last scene. The big scene. Mm. I, the beautiful pilgrim maiden, am tied to a stake, see? Yeah. And the savage redskins, which they're the kindergarten kids with watercolors on their face, they're going to sculpture me. What? Sculpture me. Cut off my scalp with a willy hawk. Tomahawk. Tommy didn't have one, so he had to use willy. Very uninteresting. Now, look, sis. Oh. Willie comes sneaking through the forest with his trusty bow and arrow. Only Willie fell down, and the arrow flew out of his hand and shot the principal behind the potted palm. <laughs> and the principal screamed and jumped on our teacher's foot, and she let go of the rope that holds the curtain up, and the curtain fell down and knocked one of the savage redskins into the front row in the school superintendent's lap. <laughs> Glasses, and now we got a new rule at our school. No more plays. The Kingsman and the Last Mile Home. You can travel around the globe and see a lot of things from Mandalay to Omaha and Paris in the spring. But travel as you will, you'll only learn one thing. The longest mile is the last mile home when you've been away. The dearest dreams are the dreams of home when you've been away.
this is good food, McGee. I'm certainly glad you insisted we have our Thanksgiving dinner out. Well, you know me, kiddo. You're a Lulu in the kitchen, but now and then I get hungry for a good restaurant cooked meal. But I was telling you, but when I had at the training table in my baseball day... Well, Mr. and Mrs. McGee, is everything all right? Just fine, thank you, Gus. This is a wonderful dinner. Ought to be. Two bucks a throw. (laughs) Well, I'll be back pretty quick. Anything you want to speak up. Okay, Gus. What were you saying about your baseball days, McGee? Huh? Oh, yeah. Well, we didn't get meals like this when I was in training. Well, uh, what'd you play? First base, wasn't it? I was a pitcher. Manager of the team saw me standing around one day, and he says, You pitch, don't you, Shorty? And I said, Sure. How'd you know? Well, he says, You're small, and you got big ears, and little pitchers have got big ears, so... <laughs> Go get into a uniform, and let's see what you got. So as relief pitcher, I traveled all over with the team. South Paul? No, Ma, mostly around the Middle West. <laughs> uh, I often wish I would have stayed a baseball player, Mrs. Bones. <laughs> <laughs> baseball players don't get whammed with $125 tax bills. $124. Hush, dearie, hush now. You're talking to a lot of people are looking. Well, let them look. By George, one of these days, isn't that Latrivia sitting at the table behind the post there? One of these days, it probably is. <laughs> sure it is. Hey, Latrivia. Why didn't you let the man finish his dinner? Ah, oh, hello, Your Honor. It's nice to see you. Hello, Molly. Hello, McGee. Latrivia, you're just the guy I wanted to see. Sit down. <laughs> well, just for a moment. But, uh... Please stop waving that piece of paper in my face. That's no ordinary piece of paper, Mr. Mayor. That's a declaration of war. Look at this tax bill, Latrivia. I want to protest. Bye, please, George. Please uh, keep your voice down to a bellow, Mr. Mayor. May I apologize for breaking into your Thanksgiving with this silly tax business? Oh, that's quite all right, Molly. As mayor of this city, it is my duty to listen to the protests of citizens at any time of the night or day, or on holidays. Holiday. I haven't had a decent holiday since Dr. Gamble took my appendix out. (laughs) Well, as the nurse said, when she pulled the string out of the candle and told the patient to get out of bed, there's no wick for the rest of it. Who was the patient? And uh, why were they using candles? Fuse blown out? Of course not. That was just a kind of a gag saying. I was and merely... if you will permit me to correct you, McGee, the saying is not no wick for the rested. It's no rest for the wicked. That's right. I know that. Doggone it. It was just, just a joke I made a up. A joke? A joke? I don't see anything funny in a nurse yanking a patient out of bed. <laughs> was it one of Gamble's cases? No, it wasn't. It wasn't a case at all. All I said They was... don't use candles in Dr. Gamble's hospital, Mr. Mayor. Mm. Must have been some little bitty hospital because... It was not a horse related pipe, little ice pail. <laughs> a half a candle. Uh, look, Latrib, when you said... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'd like to stay and hear more about the way those nurses handle their patients. I was nursing about the kid in the panel. Uh, the, the patient in the kid all I said was this whole thing started. That's right, it started. You said I was... Uh, I went out. You were the whole... I was merely... I was... You... you. <laughs> what trivia? Yes, McGee? You going to be in your office tomorrow? Are you coming in? Yes. No. <laughs> Good day, Molly. Bye. Nice to see you.
I must say this was no occasion to take up the matter of your tax bill with the mayor. This is Thanksgiving. Yeah, fine Thanksgiving, with bankruptcy breathing down my neck. Excuse me, please, Mr. McGee. You don't look happy about something. Is something the matter with dinner, maybe? No, Gus, it was a beautiful dinner, just lovely. Good. How's about some nice desserts? No, thanks, Gus. I'm too upset. What's upsetting you, Mr. McGee? Is it anything I can do something about it? I'm afraid not, Gus. Just take a look at this tax bill. $124.68 on a house we already own. Good gracious, you own a house? Isn't that wonderful? Wonderful? What's wonderful? I'm trying to find a house for my wife and kids, but so far we're just living in a trailer. Really, Gus? How many children have you? Well, only seven, but they're very noisy. (laughs) Like eight or nine sometimes. (laughs) It must be very nice having a house, I think. Yeah, but my gosh, Gus, 124... I never forget when I get my citizenship. The judge says, Gus, he says, why do you want to be a United States citizen? So I say, judge, I say for a big judge who asks very silly questions, I want to be a United States citizen because over here, nobody is saying, Gus, your papa was a shoemaker, so you got to be a shoemaker. Here, everybody can do what he wants to do. My kid is as good as anybody else's kid. That's all very well. When we come from old country in little freight boat, we see Statue of Liberty holding up a lamp. My wife, she gets tears. She says, Gus, that lamp is signing for people like us. We work hard here. We pay taxes with gladness so that lamp is stay lit for other people's. For us, Mr. McGee, it's 365 Thanksgivings every year. Uh, No dessert? No, thank you, Gus. No dessert. Me either, Gus. Just just give me the check. Oh, it's no check today, Mr. McGee, for my friends. I start this business with help from people like you. You're good to me and everybody is good to me. Thanksgiving is from me to you. And thank you very much for coming Oh, in. thank you very much, Gus. It was delightful. I will see you next week, Gus. Come on, man. Well, then what were we talking about, McGee? This tax bill. $124.68. It's ridiculous. Oh, I don't. For a swell little house like ours, my gosh, it ought to be at least $200. i am going to see the assessor tomorrow and see if I can... Fibber and Molly return in a moment. It's the biggest news in floor care. It's the most important development in self-polishing floor waxes in the past 15 years. Johnson's new glow coat is now positively water-repellent. It does not show ugly streaks or spots when you wipe up spilled things. Stays on, stays bright, even after repeated damp moppings. Now, you don't have to re-wax your whole floor every time you spill something on it. Now, you don't kill the shine of your bright waxed floor first time you mop it. Now you can get the new self-polishing floor wax that's positively water-repellent. It's Johnson's new glow coat. Protect your floors from wear and water. Give yourself new freedom from floor care drudgery. Tomorrow, first thing, get Johnson's new water-repellent glow coat. It's at your dealers in the familiar yellow container with a bright red band. finish for a Thanksgiving day, McGee. Gus serves a fine meal, doesn't he? I'll say I never walked in there yet, but I didn't waddle out. I think I'll get all his customers together and organize a PTU. PTA, you mean? PTA, yes. 
<laughs> you mean Parent Teachers Association? No, Protruding Tummies of America. <laughs> Good night. Don't spend hours cleaning and polishing your furniture for Thanksgiving. Get your furniture sparkling clean and shining bright with one application of Johnson's Cream Furniture Wax. It's the fastest wax furniture polish money can buy. In fact, Johnson's Cream Wax cleans so quickly, polishes so quickly, that using it is almost as easy as dusting. A few strokes with a cloth gets furniture clean, a few more, and it's polished to gleaming brightness. And Johnson's Cream Wax contains no sticky oils to catch dust. This week, speed Thanksgiving cleaning with the fastest wax furniture polish money can buy. Get Johnson's Cream Wax. Stay tuned for Big Town coming to you next on NBC. This sound wasn't sad. What? This sound sounded glad. Every who down in Whoville, the tall and the small, was singing without any presence at all. He hadn't stopped Christmas from coming. It came. Somehow or other, it came just the same. And the Grinch, with his Grinch feet, ice cold in the snow, stood puzzling and puzzling. How could it be so? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes, or bags. He puzzled and puzzled till his puzzle of a saw. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. This is Froggy Jack wishing all of you the happiest of Yuletides. Be safe, stay warm, and I'll catch you next time.